Welcome into Rise Line, the greatest sports betting podcast the world has ever seen, and we are live right here, right now. My name is Tanner Kern. I'm a certified G and a bona fide stud, and you can't teach that. In this right here, this is G Money Grant Mitchell. He went three and one in our last show. I went two and one, and you can't teach that. Bada boom, man of the people in the room. How you doing? Welcome into a Wednesday MLB Picks edition of Ride the Line, and we have been absolutely crushing Grant. We have been on fire, and it's only right that we are coming off of a very momentous day, celebrating America's Independence Day. Happy holidays to everybody out there a little bit late. Hope you all enjoyed the hot dogs. You got to watch Joey Chestnut put the country on his back. They tried to shut him down. He went out and said, I'm a true American. We are having this contest one way or the other. Joey Chestnut puts in the big performance. That was the highlight of my 4th of July. Yeah, well, the highlight was the contest getting canceled, like the ESPN ESPN saying it was canceled, the ABC New York affiliate tweeting out it was canceled, the world like overreacting to it, and then Joey Chestnut walking into like the ESPN production booth and saying, like, we got our guys, like, we're doing this thing, get your cameras on, let's go. That was that was listen, Joey Chestnut's already a champion. He's already a legend of the sport. That was about immortality. That's what that was, Tanner. That made him an icon, not just in sports and competitiveness. That made him an icon in American history. That very moment, I promise you, 50 years, 100 years from now, we will still be talking about Joey Chestnut. Oh, yeah, 100%. Guess what the winner of the contest gets, Grant? Uh, you mean as far as the prize money? Yeah, prize money. Oh, I don't know if you're going to say it's high or low. I, I, so I'll go $25,000. $10,000. dollars to eat 62 hot dogs. Now, he had a terrible day yesterday. He was, Joey Chestnut was horrendous. Like, guys stayed with him. I think the the rise of Joey Chestnut were on, like, the downside of it. 62 hot dogs, kind of embarrassing. And his pace early was, like, exceptional. Um, and I know he faced a little adversity. But only $10,000 to eat 62 hot dogs. I don't know if it's worth it in my mind. I think it's it's all about pride. It's not about the money. Well, it didn't seem to bother him because they asked him how he was doing afterwards, and he said, I still have some space. I'm going to go have some beer. So 62 hot dogs, yeah, maybe it wasn't his best performance, but it clearly didn't affect him that much. Honestly, you know, and I'm not trying to be funny here. Everybody, every athlete has their routine, has their set of standards and, and situation they prefer. The fact the contest was delayed a couple of hours, I was reading that the the buns lost moisture, so they were tougher to chew. Like, truly, I do believe that the delay probably set him back a little bit. So who knows? Maybe he gets over 70 if it's on schedule. Yeah, definitely. Um, one more thing, too. The reporter on ESPN2 asked Joey Chestnut after. Like, this was the most stupid question I've ever seen. Not stupid question. Like, they do it all the time. Like, hey, you just won the Super Bowl. How you feeling? Like, obviously, they're feeling great. Like, ask a different question. But the reporter asked, like, are you still chasing records? Like, what do you think he's going to say? No, I'm just here to have fun. Yeah, I never understand those questions because I understand that they're trying to throw a lob to the person they're interviewing, but there are so many better ways to do it, to your point. Like, are you ever going to get tired of winning championships, Tom Brady? Like, what do you think? Why do you think he's still playing at 45 years old? Yeah, like Joey Chestnut, he had 62 hot dogs today. How, you know, what, what, how do you feel? What's your strategy to getting back closer to that 72, 73 mark as we've seen and set another record? Like, you know, instead of just saying, Hey, you know, are you still chasing records? What's he saying? I'm, I'm not chasing records anymore. Come on. But, anyways, 
That's enough hot dog eating contest talk. If you're not subscribed to Ride the Line, we're giving you free money, basically. Like, we're just winning consistently on this show. And we don't know when the heater's going to end. It's sports betting, guys. So you might want to get subscribed while we're hot so you get notified by YouTube when we go live. We go live every Monday, Wednesday, and then we do an NFL show on Fridays. Monday, Wednesday are the pick shows for the MLB. When we get to NFL, we're going to have a spread show, a total show, a prop show, how all these damn shows to give you guys money. And if you don't subscribe, I can't help you. Those NFL shows also, we were doing division previews every Friday. We've run out of divisions, and I'm not going to tell you exactly what we've got coming, but all I can say is we're going to be filling out some playoff brackets. We're going to be talking some MVPs. It's going to be really good content for you guys. You don't want to miss out on that. Yeah, so subscribe. Like All you have to do is click a button. People are so lazy in this era of 2023 grant that they can't click a button and subscribe. Like If you're watching this and you don't like the content, that's fine. Leave. Don't watch it. But if you like the content, you're like, hmm, I might watch these guys again. Just click a button. It's free to you. You just need a YouTube account. So subscribe. It's not rocket science. Never been rocket science, Grant. Are you riding right now? I'm riding right now, Tanner. Why don't you ride us into your first pick of the, of the show? This is a gem. This one right here could be an absolute gem. And I kind of have two parts to it. So I'll give the second part after you give your first pick. But this one right here, absolute gem. Red Sox, Rangers, everyone thinks these offenses are great, and they are, and that's why the total is so high today at 9.5. But I'm going to look to the first half total here because of John Gray and Brian Bella on the mound in this spot. Gray 6-4 and four with a 3-2 ERA, 1.08 whip, 67 hits allowed in 87 innings. Brian Bio, 5-5, five five, 3.08 ERA, 1-1-9 whip, 73 innings, 65 hits. John Gray has been exceptional all season. Brian Bio has been better and better and better as the season goes on. Makes sense. He's a young pitcher. He needs to continue to get better, and he has done that this season. Neither guy gives up a ton of home runs. Both guys keep the ball down the zone. They've been very effective as of late. I think the first half under a five and a half is a really good deal here, considering these two pitchers are talented. And yes, they got to go through some good offenses. Don't get me wrong, but. The combination of the firepower on the mound makes me love this first half under. You get one run inning to work with. I think that's a fair price. What's the line at for the for the uh, first half here, sir? Minus one thirty-five. Uh, the um the, the the total. What's the actual total? Five and a half. Five and a half. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I obviously there is some uh, some risk that's represented in that again because these offenses can hit the ball, but as good as they have been, I still don't necessarily think they are overly consistent day-to-day they do have some off nights and the fact that you do have stronger starting pitches in this matchup I don't think that's a bad bet yeah I don't think it's a bad bet obviously it could get ruined by a couple big swings or something you got two guys that or two teams I should say that give up that can hit home runs right between Devers and then all the talent that the Rangers have with Corey Seager and Marcus Simeon and Jonah Heim and all that but the bottom line here is the pitchers are very good five and a half should decently high total for the first five i fully expect both these pitchers to go five innings tonight i like the under in the first five yep i don't like that at all why don't i take you guys on over to my first pick of the day we're going with the run line i've got three run lines for my picks today and the first one is the houston astros minus one and a half versus the colorado rockies now there are a bunch of reasons that i do love this pick one of them being that the astros are finally playing decent baseball i mean they've never been a bad team this season but we think about the Astros in years past. In the last six years, they've been to four World Series, won two of them. The years they didn't go, they made it to the ALCS. The Astros have not been playing at that same level. They haven't been as dominant in the regular season. However, 
They have not been a bad team by any stretch of the imagination. And now they're playing really, really good baseball. I'm not going to go great because they've still got to put a few weeks together to earn that title. But it's been really good. Over the last six games, they have – or over the last seven games, they've won six, covered in all six of them. The Rockies are also only 13-30 and 30 on the road, so we've got a pretty lopsided matchup there. On the mound for the Astros, they've got J.P. France, 3-3 three and three with a 3.13 ERA got a 121 whip going against Chase Anderson. Now Chase Anderson was the starter in that game where the Angels won 25 to 1, that little gem. I don't necessarily love judging Rockies pitchers by their numbers because it's a little unfair with the altitude, but if you look at Anderson's numbers away from home, he's got a 7.15 ERA and a 151 whip. Obviously, that is not going to get the job done. Astros already won game 1 in this series 4 to 1. Over the last 10 games, they're outscoring opponents by 20 runs. That's an average of two runs per game. Two runs covers the run line. So in this situation, hammering the Astros minus one and a half. Yeah, I like that. What's the juice on it? It's, it's not bad. Um, I got the odds. I wrote it down last night. So let me just double check to see what it is at as of today. Give me one sec to refresh the page here. And it is for the run line. It's minus 118. I like that. It's a good play. Good play. Yeah, good value. Good value. I like it. I like it a lot. All right. My second pick here. We're going to stay in the same game between the Red Sox and the Rangers here. We're going to go with the prop. This is a day, the debut prop on Ride the Line. Are we ready for this? We, we've we had – what did we – have we had a game prop before? No, never had a prop. Never had a prop. Okay, I'm excited. I'm locked in. Never had a prop on the pick show. And we're going with the prop today. And we're going with Brian Bio to have over four and a half strikeouts around minus 125, depending on the sports book that you're getting it off. Brian Bio, past five games, five quality starts. So quality starts got to go six innings, give up less than three earned runs. He has had five straight quality starts. He's been fantastic. And he's gone over four and a half strikeouts in four of his past five games against pretty good competition. He did it against the Rays, had five there. Um, the Miami Marlins, one of the most improved offenses in baseball, had five strikeouts. The Chicago White Sox, he had five strikeouts. Not saying they're a great offensive team, but he still was able to hit the number. Against the Yankees, he did it once with eight strikeouts. The game before that, he didn't hit it. He had three against the New York Yankees. But back-to-back starts, considering he came out in the second one and absolutely shoved. I love that. Brian Bio is able to mix up his off-speed stuff. He's got a very electric fastball. And again, he's been getting better and better and better. And I want to bet on a guy that's trending upward. That is bio. The Rangers, as good as they are on offense, they are a middle-of-the-road strikeout team. They're not terrible. They're not great when it comes to strikeouts. So there's opportunities to get punch outs tonight. I think bio is going to execute. And four and a half is just such a low total considering I see him going six innings tonight. Yeah, obviously, if they get to him early, he might not last long enough to get enough strikeouts, which would be the main concern there. Also, even though he has gone over in four of his last five, three of them, he did only get five strikeouts. That's something to be a little bit concerned about. But still, his other numbers, he's got a 1-1 whip on the season. That's good. You'll definitely take that. His ERA is at a 2-14 in the month of June, and that isn't just limited to those starts. It also includes another start where he gave up three earned runs, still didn't matter, got that ERA almost under two. And if you have a low ERA, even if you're not necessarily getting a ton of strikeouts, it means you're probably going to last more innings, which then gives you more opportunities for the strikeouts. So if you are going with the under in the first half, which you are, then this just makes sense. They go hand in hand almost. Yeah, it pairs well. And Alex Cora is going to leave him out there. I mean, the Red Sox aren't playing for a lot. Like if Brian Bale gets in trouble in two, three innings tonight, like he's going to leave him out there for a while. He's going to let him grow because that's what the season is all about for Boston. So I, I don't think he's going to have 10 strikeouts. I like him to probably be around that five mark, but still, if he hits five, bet hits. 
Yep, it's not a bad pick at all. Let me take you guys to my second pick. I said I was going with three run lines. I'm not as adventurous as Tanner with the props. I'm just sticking to what I know. And I, what I know is the Detroit Tigers are going to cover the run line versus the Oakland Athletics. Let me tell you why. So yesterday I was on the Tigers at run line as well. And I said Tarek Skubal coming back from injury, but look at his stuff in the minor leagues as he's been working his way back. He was really good. He's going to come in. He's going to shut down the athletics. Not that that's hard to do. And the Tigers are going to walk out of there with a win and a cover. I was right in the sense that Skubal is good, four shutout innings. Then the bullpen was really good, only gave up one run for the entire game. But the offense didn't show up for work. The athletics blanked them. I have no clue how a team is getting shut out. A professional baseball team is getting shut out by the Oakland Athletics. But it happened, and I have no response to it except I'm doubling back up. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. I'm going with the Tigers, and I will tell you why. For the athletics, they are starting Ken Waldachuk. He's 1-5 with a 6.78 ERA and a 1.91 whip. A 1.91 whip are the numbers that I give to the computer when I'm playing MLB Road to the Show. That is flat out horrendous. Eduardo Rodriguez will be on the bump for the Tigers. First start back from injury. I understand that's a little bit of a concern, but this is a guy that had a 2.13 ERA and a .98 whip. He was in the Cy Young conversation when he went out of the lineup, so he's definitely going to be better than Waldachuk, even if he takes a step back from his because of his injury. Um, the Tigers are 44 and 40 against the spread. That's not amazing, but the A's are six games under 500 against the spread, so. Clear lopsided there. Um, the A's are also 12-31 and 31 away from home. This game is in Detroit. If the Tigers don't win this game, we're going to have some serious words to be had. There are serious words to be had. So, yes, I'm trusting the Tigers. I think they will pull through. I think you might be putting too much. I like the bet. I'm not saying I like the bet, but I think you might be putting too much. Like, the Tigers aren't a good team either. So, that's just another thing to be a little concerned about. I love Eduardo Rodriguez. I think the way he's pitched – this year before the injury has been very good, but I think you're putting a little too much trust in the Tigers grant. Like if they lose and it's the Tigers. Yeah. You're, you're not wrong. They're not a good baseball team, but I just don't, I they they've got to win. Like I said, they, they just got blanked yesterday. If you have any sort of pride, you will look yourself in the mirror and say, I just got shut out by the Oakland athletics. I'm hitting the home run tonight. And I want to see that fire from the Tigers. I don't mind it. I like it. I like it. The athletics aren't good, especially with Wallachuk on the mound. All right, Grant, final play here. We are at the 15-minute mark. We will be done by 20 minutes because we're riding here and we're getting you the picks as quickly as possible and getting you on with your day. But we like Justin Steele. I like Justin Steele, I should say. We should all like Justin Steele, but I like Justin Steele to get the job done tonight for the Chicago Cubs. Another way to play this game, I'm not playing it this way, but another way if you want to, like look for Justin Steele to get the win. It's probably plus money. Didn't look at that market. Just popped in my head because I'm giving people winner so subscribe to the channel justin Steele for the chicago cubs take them on the money line night around minus 150 uh he's nine and two with a 243 era and a 1.03 whip 76 strikeouts in 85 innings has not been the elite strikeout pitcher but he's just simply located and he's only allowed three home runs this season i absolutely love that three homers in 85 innings is phenomenal he's going to go against adrian hauser who has not been as good hauser's numbers are not 
good. 3-8 ERA, 1-5 whip, 46 innings, 56 hits. The only reason his ERA isn't higher is because he does limit home runs pretty effectively. Um, five home runs allowed in 46 innings, so he's, he's right around that you know one per nine area. Uh, but I like the Cubs in this spot. They won yesterday. The Milwaukee Brewers won game one of this series. Cubs are much better on offense. Their uh, OBP is, let's see, 20 points higher about. They're slugging 30 points higher. Home runs are pretty even, but they have scored 57 more runs this season. I think the Cubs lock in tonight, find a way to hit the baseball, build off yesterday's win, especially with Justin Steele on the mound. Yeah, the Cubs have been an interesting team because they they were on a nice little win streak for a bit, and then all of a sudden they lost. I think it was – seven of eight or eight of nine, something like that. But they did bounce back to your point yesterday. Justin Steele is a guy. The Cubs have multiple guys in their pitching staff that you can look to to lead them to victories. Steele is one of those guys that Adrian Hauser has not been having the best season. I mean, ERA under four isn't awful. But again, the whip and the stuff like that, it's not the best. So yeah, in this spot, I do think this game will be very close. But because it's a money line and not a run line, that does give me more confidence in the Cubs. Yeah, I wouldn't take him on the run line night. Minus 150, fair price with Steele on the max. Nine and two. He's 9-2. When he's taking the ball, they're winning baseball games. So, um, All right, Grant, give me the last one. Last one. Before I do deliver it to all of you guys, one last time, make sure that you are subscribed to the channel. We are giving out picks Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and we've got all sorts of cool stuff going on. A few big plans in the works, so we want you guys to be around for that. My final pick of the day, San Diego Padres minus 1.5 versus the Los Angeles Angels. I personally instituted a seven-day ban from betting on the Padres about 10 days ago because they continued to lose games, which they never should have lost, and they weren't covering. They weren't doing anything right. But I tell you what, they're back. It's possible for me to bet on them. And so, you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to trust them in this situation, not for a long time, but in this one isolated game, I do trust the Padres. The reason for that being over half of the Angels' starting lineup is injured. I will run you through the guarantees. We've got Mike Trout. He won't be there. Anthony Rendon is gone. Zach Neto's gone. Brandon Drury's gone. And then Shohei. Shohei might not play. He left the game with a blister on his hand yesterday. I understand a blister is not exactly a devastating injury. But when you're trying to grip the bat as hard as you can and hit the ball 500 feet, then maybe, you know, maybe. It, it, we don't know if he's going to play is what I'm getting at. It's possible he misses a day or two as that heals up. So, if Shohei's not there, then I would be nuking this. As it is, I'm still hammering it. I do feel very confident in it. On the mound, Patrick Sandoval for the Angels. He's got a 557 ERA and a 149 whip versus Seth Lugo. Now, Seth Lugo's playing better than he actually is, probably. But he's still got a 359 ERA and a 127 whip. Obviously, those are better than Sandoval. Padres scored 18 runs in the last two days. They've won three of four. All-star break's coming up in a few days. If they're going to start to turn their season around and get some momentum, it has to happen here. So I'm going with the Padres. Yeah, I like this play, um, especially with Shohei, too, with the blister. Like, the blister, I wouldn't say for hitting as much, but the pitching, right? They want to protect him for pitching-wise. So if the blister's on his throwing hand, which I'm not exactly sure, I could see him not playing tonight as well, especially with Trout out. They might just coast in the all-star break. But the Angels are in a position to make the playoffs right now as a wild-card team, so Still expect them to make a push, and the Padres just have been terrible. But I do like them here. They've been scoring runs. They've been playing well. Fernando Tatis is playing like crazy. Good play. Thank you. Thank you very much, Tanner. Yeah. Hey, we're not here for a long time. We're here for a good time. 20 minutes, in and out. Ride the line. That was an epic show. Subscribe to the channel. If you're not subscribed, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. I, I don't. Stop watching if you're not subscribing. Get the hell out of here. We don't need you. we got plenty of people on YouTube subscribing to us. 
and ride and along. to everybody out there who has subscribed we appreciate you guys we are growing this community we're growing it far and we're growing it wide but guys that is going to do it for us we're going to get on out of here hope you all enjoyed your fourth of july celebrations enjoy the baseball betting and we'll see you all very soon on the next episode of ride the line